Well, I mean, uh, students are, are, are raising the issues related to institutional autonomy, which is, uh, you know, uh, the current uh, structure of uh, the Higher Education Act, which gives universities the right to take decisions on who to teach, what to teach, uh, and so on. So one of the things that we're coming up strongly within this in this summit is how do we really deal with the issue of what we are taught, the curriculum in our institutions of higher learning. A lot of, uh, you know, African scholars and the work that African scholars have produced, knowledge that they've produced, is not taught in our universities. And that's one of the things that we are, we are raising as a, as a critical issue. Of course, the issues of fee increments, as you said, uh, are matters that we've, of course, been, been raising. But also government intervention when there are issues. We don't want a situation where government says, well, we can't uh, intervene. There's a crisis in universities. We can't intervene because of autonomy of these institutions. So those are amongst the issues that we'll be raising sharply. Perhaps as a short-term intervention that may prove to be useful, but do you not believe that institutional autonomy is paramount, that institutions uh, do get to decide what it is that they do, um, the curriculum that they present and so forth? Now look, uh, we the, the issue here is institutional autonomy and public accountability. These are public institutions. And these terms have been used to counterpose each other most in that current discourse, but we are saying they're not mutually exclusive. Uh, yes, institutions, to some degree, they may be allowed to, I mean, to run their businesses and so on and, and run their institutions, but there are certain issues that cut across institutions that government must be able to intervene. But the issue of, of curriculum, I mean, we need to have a curriculum that is in line with the developmental trajectory of our country. Otherwise, we won't be building any country. If we are saying we have this vision of a country of South Africa, our education institutions at least must be in line with, with that vision in terms of what we are offering. For example, uh, Sakina, historically black universities don't have engineering campuses. And those are the, the institutions that house the majority of black poor students. So it means they're not going to be transforming those students to becoming engineers and to be active in the science fields which we need and technology. So these are the things that we want to raise. So did, did the students get the opportunity to engage with the minister, Bladen Zimande, in particular on these issues? Well, uh, inside the inside the summit, we have been able. I mean, there's a, there's a strong uh, student delegation inside the summit, uh, and uh, in the clip that you just played, we, we would have heard student leaders uh, engaging quite robustly. Today, we are going to be going to commissions, but also there's going to be a panel of student of different student political organisations, which is going to be engaging. So we believe we are going to be using those platforms quite critically to to sharply raise the the, the, the issues. But yesterday, the the, the the march, the demonstration outside of the of, of the, on the side of the summit was, was successful. Students were able to, to raise their issues, even though uh, the minister did not come to, to collect the mem- memorandum. But we thought that it was an important platform for us to raise the urgency of the challenges that students are confronted with in, with the summit, because the summit has all the stakeholders, including vice-chancellor. The minister was emphatic in his condemnation of violent protests, and uh, we've seen some of those. And, and what's your response to that as uh, a student leadership? Well, as student leadership, we need to take responsibility uh, when we lead uh, a student protest. I mean, uh, we need to ensure as much as possible that we, we don't have, uh, you know, the damage of property. But there is a move in institutions of higher learning to criminalize student activism. There is a temptation of universities, just even before students strike, 
to go to courts and get interdicts to prevent students from exercising their democratic right. And we think that creates a very, very, uh, you know, a, a volatile environment which sometimes also precipitates the violence that we see in history. So we believe that uh, students must be given enough platform to raise their issues. I mean, we have had a successful protest right now in VETS, which has not been violent, but the students have come out in their numbers, you know, raising their issues. And if you allow that space across the board, I mean, you won't see uh, the, the violent, uh, you know, protests uh, taking place. But we also, as student leadership, must take responsibility when we lead protests that we ensure that we put all measures to ensure that there's no violence and there's no destruction of property because that property is supposed to be used by us as students at the end of the day.